Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Scandal and vice. Or sugar and spice. It's naughty but hello, nice. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. We've got a very special holiday edition, Labor Day edition today, with my friend, author... Dylan Howard, who has got out the best-selling book, Epstein, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Hello, Dylan. Rob, it's good to be with you again. Fantastic to have you back. So you've got another hit book on your hands. Let's jump right in because there's so much to discuss about this. What time is it? It is all together now, Dylan. Tea time. Tea time. Thank you very much. So, Dylan, before we jump into this, give us a little background on why this book appealed to you. Why did you have to do all this work and get this book out? Well, I had been covering the Jeffrey Epstein story for a number of years, along with my colleagues, Melissa Cronin and James Robertson, uh, for the various outlets that we wrote for. And we had this abundance of information, court documents, police files, that we had accumulated over five or six years of reporting. Now, you have to understand that the reason for Jeffrey Epstein's arrest at Teterborough Airport in July last year was the reinvigorated reporting about what took place. We were obviously acutely in a position to be able to deliver on uh, the untold story of Epstein and immediately decided to write this book. And it stands as the definitive account about how Jeffrey Epstein rose from 
nothing in in blue collar Brooklyn to where he where he was. So you guys were sort of lucky then that you had already done all the work. So if anybody wanted to start an epic like this, it would take years and years of research. But you had been doing that because you were all working reporters for many different outlets. So you had got it sounds to me like a treasure trove of information about Epstein, and the time was right to put it all together in a book. Is that correct? Well, that's exactly right. I mean, to give you a, a literal sense as to what happened, I had all my files uh, shipped out to, to my house and uh, Melissa flew in from California and James and myself and her uh, had a retreat here and we worked through all the documents wow. and pieced it together and... Um, the book came together very quickly and, and, and very sharply. Right, really timely too. So people don't really know who this man is. It's a name that has been floated around a lot in the media. Some people are paying a lot of attention. We're a celebrity podcast, so we know, I think, the name. But explain to us, who was Jeffrey Epstein? He was a div- deeply complex individual. He was somebody who grew up in, as I said earlier, blue-collar Brooklyn. His parents were... Uh, local council workers. I think his mother was a teacher. And he ultimately ended up going to the Dalton School uh, where he was a teacher. And there are stories about his weirdness and his odd behaviour. Believe it or not, his boss at the Dalton School was the father of the current Attorney General, William Barr. Now, he was booted out of uh, the Dalton School under circumstances that have never really been revealed. And he moved to Bear Stearns. An incident took place there where there were some nefarious financial dealings and he was fired. From there, he went to Towers Financial, which before Bernie Madoff was the largest Ponzi scheme in the history of America. The firm's founder, Stephen Hoffenberg, went to jail for some 20 years for his role in the Ponzi scheme. He has alleged that Epstein also was involved in the uh, the Ponzi scheme, but avoided any criminal prosecution. And he believes there is a reason that we will get to as to why oh. Epstein was not charged. Oh, but, but we know him primarily today, at least people listening to this show, because of the sex allegations. And I think they're more than allegations. These were proven to be the case. That's what we hear about today. So the the financial aspect, Dylan, has been slightly underlooked. Do you agree? Correct. The question of how Jeffrey Epstein amassed his fortune has never really been explained. And we go a long way to explaining it. As conspiratorial as this sounds, Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Epstein ingratiated himself within the uppermost circles of the elite. Mm. His black book, as has been described, has many, many names, very high-caliber names. Give us a few of them, Dylan. We know about Prince Andrew in Britain. His name's in that book. Who else would we find in that book? Well, Bill Clinton was in that book. We know he spent a lot of time with Bill Clinton. Right. Um, It it really was a a who's who. Models, I think, and and people I think Naomi Campbell was in there. Lots of big names that we've heard. Do you know I actually met him once, Dylan? I was working for Naomi Campbell and um, Tyra Banks, and they were doing Victoria's Secrets. And he was one of those guys who was always backstage. And you really shouldn't have been backstage if you weren't working on the show or if you weren't fabulously rich. His money seems to have allowed him to not only get access, but to get away with this for so long. Do you think that's right? 
Yes. Yeah, so the reality was Leslie Wexner, who is the founder of Victoria's Secret, stepped out earlier this year in the wake of the Epstein allegations. Mm. He was uh, Epstein was Wexner's right hand man and controlled all of his fortune. Wow. Um, so he was one. Uh, individual as a retail tycoon who was listed in the book. Yes. Don't forget there was Donald Trump, yes. the billionaire hedge funder Glenn Jubin, wow. former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, the ex-Harvard president Larry Summers, former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, oh former goodness. Maine Senator George Mitchell, and many others. Now, it's critical to note that all of these men have denied any yes. wrongdoing yes. with regards to their involvement with Epstein. But the reality was he surrounded himself with these people and what he would do was gather intelligence Hmm. and sell it to the highest bidder. Often in most scenarios, that was Israeli intelligence, Saudi Arabian intelligence, or Russian intelligence. So he was that high up and mixing with people that really are decision makers, princes... And so the information he had was really national security worthy. And you found out in your book that he was almost, dare I say, a spy? He was a spy. There is no doubt about that. Let me put this into context. Ghislaine Maxwell, he's number two, the right-hand woman who Mm -hmm. currently sits in a Brooklyn jail facing six counts on a six-count indictment. Um, Mm. She was the heiress to... The Maxwell fortune. Her father, Robert Maxwell, was the owner of the Daily Mirror newspaper in London and once also owned the New York Daily News. He is a known Israeli spy. He was believed to have been killed off the back of his yacht. He disappeared mysteriously. I remember that. Lady Ghislaine in uh, the Virgin Islands. Before that, according to Ari Ben Mashani, who is a whistleblowing Israeli former spy, who was Robert Maxwell's spy handler, there was a meeting in the late 1980s in which the business, Maxwell's business of spying, was turned over to Epstein and his daughter, Ghislaine. Wow. Wow. This is like a James Bond novel, except James Bond in this novel is awfully, awfully sinister. How did Ghislaine, we've heard her name a lot lately and she's in prison now, you pointed out. How did she get involved with Jeffrey Epstein? What's the connection there? She was completely besotted by him. Mm. She wanted to be in a relationship with him. Oh, she was in love with him? She was in love with him. They had a two-year uh, sexual relationship, and according to the indictment, they also participated in sexual activities uh, with underage victims as well together. Right. She essentially was someone whom couldn't say no to the ultimate power that was this conniving and compelling individual who had everyone wrapped around his fingers. Was she charming, Dylan? Was there some charm to it? obviously the money is power, um, but there must have been something about him too. Was there, or am I being silly thinking this man could be charming? No, I mean, look, uh, he's, he was a silver fox. He mm-hmm. had... Uh, he was a he, handsome he, man. He was a handsome man. He looked uh, looked the part, played the part, and had the wealth to 
mix in those high net worth circles. I mean, he had his own island, which has been called Orgy Island in the US Virgin Islands. What sort of money are we talking? Like, what was his value? What what do you think he was worth? Well, uh, 600 million. I 600 say. million. That's still That's an total. enormous amount of money. 600,000 so your paycheck, Rob. <laughs> I wish, I wish. So he was worth about just over half a, a billion, a lot of money. For a guy who didn't have a job, it's a yes. peculiar question. Where was that money coming from? Foreign intelligence. Oh. So I'm one of the few people that has seen inside Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan residence, Tell which is the most Dylan. expensive Yes. Uh, residents in Manhattan. Now, Absolutely. I haven't been inside, I want right. to clarify. Right. But you've seen I've seen inside. I've seen thousands like? of photos. Is it sinister or does it look like a beautiful townhouse? It's gaudy. Oh. It's horrible. Oh. I mean, there's this the notorious photo of uh, the painting of Bill Clinton wearing the Monica Lewinsky dress. Blue dress. Now, that wasn't in a, a private vault. That was in the, one of the main rooms. So if you were, It was being shown off. So if you went to the house, you'd walk in and you'd see... Uh, a beautiful, slightly strange picture of Bill Clinton, but it wasn't a cheap one. This was he—he he commissioned an artist to do this painting, this oil painting. And I think too, there were stuffed animals in there. I think he had lions. There in was, there. but most importantly, every room had a camera. Oh, no, that camera would feed back to a central system. That central system was next door to a study that had Xerox size photocopying machines so what would what would take place according to my sources Mm -hmm. was that epstein would bring people over and invite them over for a party yes he would have of age women right mingle with the men and then he would seed two underage women or three underage women into the group and they were told who their target was so you were told tonight you have to go after target x and they did and they did, and then, it's and then they would get. Then he would get the video on compromising information on that individual, and either blackmail them, or trade, or try and turn them into a source for right. foreign intelligence. Good grief! So there's a lot of very nervous, very powerful men. I would say not women, but men in the world that should be terrified today. Yes. Now I didn't believe that. I thought that with the arrest of Ghislaine Maxwell, that they had effectively achieved their highest target. And indeed, the government had said that there would be no superseding indictment on Ghislaine Maxwell, and they didn't plan to file charges against anyone else. What I can tell you is that's not the case. The investigation remains very active. The FBI has this as a priority one case. They filed recent court documents indicating that this story, or certainly this case, is not over. And I also learned from a source that somebody whom I believed through assumption because of the way in which the case was built against Ghislaine Maxwell had participated in exchange for immunity or a non-prosecution agreement. The reality was that this individual has not, and she's now living in a country that where there is no extradition treaty. Oh, Dylan, talk us through his suicide, his death, and why that is so controversial. So that made a lot of news here. What happened there? What do you think went down? Well, everybody loves a conspiracy theory. Who doesn't? It's true. Um, it was very convenient for people to think that 
Jeffrey Epstein would have been murdered because of the secrets that he held about And probably everybody. not just convenient. I mean, it's sort of maybe a logical conclusion. If this goes as high up as you say, and I totally believe you're reporting here, people wanted him gone. And when he was locked up in that jail cell with nothing to do for 24 hours a day, that might have been an opportunity. That's where the conspiracy theory sort of comes from. Where are you do, on this? Do I think that Jeffrey Epstein... Uh, was strangled and murdered. No. no. Do I believe that he was given the means, motive, and oh. the message to commit suicide? Absolutely. The simple reality of the fact for anyone who covers law and justice, they know that if someone attempts suicide, which Epstein had two weeks earlier, you are not returned to regular prison population so soon thereafter. Two weeks later, he was returned to regular population. He was given regular clothing, so that was an opportunity to strangle yourself. Right. Ghislaine Maxwell, for example, now is wearing paper as her clothing. Oh, so they're keeping a very close eye on her. Yeah, well, she's the most watched prisoner in the world at the moment. Really? And, and he wasn't. How, was, how come he wasn't? Well, I mean, that begs... There are some serious flaws from the DOJ, which runs the uh, correctional arm of the law enforcement branch about why they allowed Jeffrey Epstein back in a regular prison population, why they allowed him to have electrical appliances with cords, and why they allowed him to have prescription meds in which he could potentially overdose. So what your theory is, is that he was given the opportunity to do this and he realised his life was never going to be the same. He wasn't returning to the most expensive residence in New York. It was over and so he took that way out. That's what well, you think? his only his only legal defence, and this is the only legal defence that Ghislaine Maxwell can use, is the two thousand and seven two thousand and eight plea deal in Florida mm. that Jeffrey Epstein struck. A single count, I think it was, for prostitution, not underage sex or sex a, with a minor. How did he get such a low conviction? How did he? His only defence was to suggest that double jeopardy existed that he could not be prosecuted again for crimes in which the government had the opportunity to prosecute him earlier. And as part of that deal, he struck an agreement with the government that so-called, in quotation marks, others would not be uh, also uh, charged with relation to the sex trafficking ring. That's very unusual, isn't it? It is. They weren't named. So Ghislaine Maxwell lived a life in America believing that she was protected by that very agreement at a time when she could have fled the country under her French citizenship, used her $20 million to leave. But she didn't because she never believed she was going to be charged. She was untouchable. I get it. But she wasn't. You mentioned earlier that the um, DOJ, that Mr. Barr's father at one point employed Jeffrey Epstein. There's got to be some sort of speculation about that or is that just a coincidence? I mean, I think it is a coincidence, but certainly one indication about uh, William Barr's connection uh, to this case raises some serious, dare I say it, nefarious connections. The father's name was Joseph and, in fact, had authored a book which was fantasy... Sexual. Sexual fantasy that involved young women. Um, and to that extent, it raises just yet another uh, twisted element to this 
particular story. It's a wild story, and you do amazing, amazing job in it. Let's again once say the book. The book is Epstein, Dead Men Tell No Tales. What was the most surprising thing? You've been a journalist, a top journalist, for decades, Dylan. You've seen a lot. What surprised you about this story? Well, I think it is what hasn't happened yet that that I think is going to be the most compelling part of this story. Mm. Ghislaine Maxwell... She represents not the number one target for the Southern District of New York, which is the governing body that is prosecuting this. She has three options. She can admit guilt, and they will probably reduce her sentence and drop the perjury charges. Two, she could choose to fight this. Mm. She should not. The Southern District of New York doesn't bring a case against anyone unless it is un- unimpeachable. Oh. oh, so before they prosecute, they know they're going to win. They don't Correct. take on a case. Got it. Wow. So she's up the proverbial creek without right. a paddle. What's the, the third, third option? option would be to sing and sing like a canary. But I'm told via sources close to her that she won't do that. She doesn't want to talk about particularly Prince Andrew mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to talk about uh, Bill Clinton. Now, the reality of the situation is you don't get a choice. If you Mm. tell on one, you must tell on all. But the bigger question is, this was such a complex intelligence operation for the purposes of blackmailing powerful individuals and politicians in the United States and abroad. And it went on for four decades. So it does not discriminate along political lines. Right. It's not an ideological argument that you can say, let's use this as a campaign tool in the current election to ding up the Democrats or ding up the Republicans. For four decades, these people, who were the world's most worst sexual predators, were allowed to roam free for decades on American soil. Who knew what, when they knew it, how they knew it, and why they did nothing about it, is going to be the most revealing part of this case. If it goes to trial, be careful if you look down the rabbit hole because you might find something far more sinister. I can't see the government wanting to do that. I can't see William Barr wanting to do that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think you'll find that there would be enormous pressure being placed on Ghislaine Maxwell right now behind bars to take a deal. That That means she likely will never see daylight again. What do you predict? Final question, Dylan. What's going to happen next? What should we keep our eyes on? What's going to happen? She'll take a plea deal. Uh, She's facing 30 years jail. She'll probably get 15 to 20. Um, She's in her late 50s. So that means that she's not likely to see daylight until she's 75 to 80. Um, I simply can't see any charges being dropped against her. And I can't see any defence attorney suggesting to her that it's worth going to court to try and get this tossed out. But I do raise one pure scuttlebutt suggestion. Mm -hmm. And it's a what-if scenario. Tell me. We know that she was married, but we don't know who she was married to. She's refused to identify the identity of the man to pretrial services, which looks after the chaperoning of someone from here to jail, to court. Mm -hmm. What if, and I place a significant emphasis on if, Maxwell's secret husband is none other than Jeffrey Epstein himself. What would that mean? It means that she has a get-out-of-jail-free card because the notion of spousal privilege is not terminated by death. So 
every piece of evidence that the government has, emails, um, handwritten notes, mm-hmm. phone records, mm-hmm. even witness testimony to some extent, could be struck out of court. Because she's his wife. Because she's his wife. Dylan Howard, you are the best in the business. This is an ugly, ugly story. Nobody has told it better or with more compassion than you. Once again, the best-selling book is Epstein, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Hey, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review. And remember, altogether, Dylan, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Dylan. It's naughty but nice with Rob. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. You Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.